Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Radio Elevate. I'm your host, Cody Fair, and I'm so glad you could join us today. And hey, I'm certainly glad if you've been able to join us there at 1148 East Main Street at Cross Point Church in Jonesboro, Tennessee, as we've got a brand new semester kicked off right down there for the Elevate Youth Ministry called System Reset. Surely hope you can join us, but this podcast is going to stay alive and well. So glad you're here today, and we're going to do just like we do each and every week, and we're going to start you off with just a little bit of worship as we get kicked off with Lauren Daigle and Still Rolling Stones. Out of the shadows, bound for the gallows, a dead man walking, to love came calling, rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up, six feet under.
up next, here's Casting Crowns with Nobody. Why you ever chose me has always been a mystery. All my life I've been told I belong at the end of the line. With all the other not quite, with all the never get it right. But it turns out they're the ones you were looking for all this time. Cause I'm just a nobody Trying to tell everybody All about somebody Who saved my soul Ever since you rescued me You gave my heart a song to sing I'm living for the world to see Nobody but Jesus I'm living for the world to see Nobody but Jesus had stage fright And David brought a rock to a sword fight You picked 12 outsiders Nobody would have chosen And you changed the world Well the moral of the story is Everybody's got a purpose So when I hear that devil Start talking to me Saying who do you think you are I say I'm just a nobody Trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul Ever since you rescued me You gave my heart a song to sing I'm living for the world to see Nobody but Jesus I'm living for the world to see Nobody but Jesus So let me go down, down, down For the world to see Nobody but Jesus So let me go And lastly, this morning, here's Big Daddy Weave with Redeemed. Seems like all I could see was the struggle Haunted by ghosts that lived in my past Shackles of all my failures 
out this prisoner and say to me, son, stop fighting a fight. It's already been won. And I am redeemed. You said me. Stick around because when we get back, we'll continue our series on the Sermon on the Mount. Mallory's going to join us as we talk about what Jesus had to teach us in that series as we're going to be in Matthew chapter 5, verses 27 through 30. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Hey, Radio Elevate. This is Matt, worship pastor here at Crosspoint Church. Man, what a great opportunity it is to spend time with you here on Radio Elevate. 
What a great platform and opportunity that you have to share with your friends and your family the good news of the gospel brought to you by Elevate Student Ministries. Cody and the team have done a fantastic job leading you in this ministry. We're excited about what they're going to be able to do through Radio Elevate. I hope you enjoy it. I know I'm looking forward to it. Join with me as we listen together this new lesson on Radio Elevate. All right, welcome back, everybody got a very special guest with us today you remember from an episode way back when we've got mallory joining us today mallory how you doing today hey i'm good how are you i'm great any any special news you'd like to share with everybody anything new happening in your life oh, i can't think of anything no <laughs> um i just got licensed to be an rn all right mallory's an rn everybody there should be a sound effect here to like kazoos and stuff going off now so, hey, congratulations, Mallory. We're super proud of you. Happy for you to uh, finally be an RN. Now we've got two RNs on our team, so uh, you should feel ultra safe sending your child to our youth group. <laughs> so, hey, Mallory, we're discussing the Sermon on the Mount. We're all the way to Matthew chapter 5, verses 27 now. And to start things off, I want to read two passages of scripture to you. I'm going to read Exodus verse 20, 14, and then we're going to follow it up immediately with Matthew 5, 27 through 30. We're just going to talk about some of that scripture a minute. Exodus 20, 14 says, you must not commit adultery. And then we go immediately to Matthew 5, 27 through 30, and it says, you have heard the commandment that says you must not commit adultery. But I say anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So if your eye, even your good eye, causes you to lust, gouge it out and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your hand, even your stronger hand, causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown in hell. So according to Matthew 27, what do you think people have heard about adultery? And do you think that maybe they had been taught wrong from Exodus? So I think, um, kind of like looking just through Exodus, they, I don't think they've been taught wrong, but Jesus digs deeper in this. Um, so I guess they only thought that like the external like, action of committing the act of adultery was wrong, but like anything that was short of that, it was totally fine. Yeah, and uh, that's that's one thing that the Sermon on the Mount does so well is it comes by and it takes all these rules and laws that Jesus has given the world in some fashion already, but he comes back and clarifies them so much more in depth than this Sermon on the Mount. Yeah. So uh, talk about Jesus' response to what the people had already heard. So I think here he's just kind of correcting their faulty understanding and he's showing that obedience to God kind of flows from your heart. It's, you know, if you have a bad heart, you're going to act on those actions like eventually. Um, so I think here he's just saying, you know, God looks at your heart. You can't have sin in your heart, even though you're not 
doing the action. So when, when we talk about uh, basically what Jesus tells us to do in verse 29 through 30, um, Jesus sets forth an action. Kind of discuss if you think he means this figuratively or literally about cutting out an eye or cutting off your hand. Where, how do you think Jesus is, what do you think Jesus is trying to teach us there? So I think here he's talking figuratively. I mean, if you cut off your arm in today, you would be going to a psych hospital. Um, but so I think he's just saying, like, look at what part of you is trying to commit a sin. Like, where is your sin at? And trying to disown yourself from that sin. Awesome. So I'd like to uh, I'd like to look at a few other verses of scripture. Uh, Mallory about sort of relating to this and uh, just want to talk about it a little bit. We're going to start in Mark chapter 8 verses 34. It says, then calling the crowd to join his disciples, he said, if any of you want to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross and follow me. Uh, Mallory, what does relating this verse back to Matthew five twenty-seven and 30 mean to you? So I think it's saying, like, kind of look at yourself and, like, asking, is there anything that you're hanging on to, but you know that, like, you shouldn't. Um, so kind of finding that in yourself about, like, where are you sinning? Um, I think being a follower of Christ requires a sacrifice. Um, I mean, of course, salvation is free because um, it's not something that is going to be earned. It's something that, you know, is in your heart. But there are always going to be things that... Um, like we want to do that God is going to say no to. And so you have to submit yourself, your goals, your desires, um, and kind of like your own plans for your life. And you have to submit that to God. You know, I I think it's always funny how we can set up our own planner. And I'm a, I'm a planner person. Like on Mondays, I basically try to set out my entire week and uh, you know what I've got to do and schedule it. But when you accept Christ into your life, you're basically saying that, hey, this this is all up for uh, debate when Jesus rolls in and tells me I've got to do something else. Mm-hmm. Is, there a, is there something in your life, is there a cross in your life that you've had to give up for Jesus? Oh, of course. Um, I think, like, with becoming a follower of Christ, there's always going to be something in your life that you're going to have to give up. Um, for me, it's been, like, I have such a worrisome nature, and um, I feel like that worry in my life is kind of, I guess, like, making me, like, doubting that God doesn't have a great plan for my life, Um, and so I've, like, had to try to lay that down, Um, just all my worries and my fears for my life, even, like, taking this big test that I just took, I kept telling myself, I'm not going to pass it, I'm not going to be able to get my job, like, and all these things, not just doubting God. Yeah, and, and why do you think that it's so hard to to lay everything down in front of God? We all say that we trust God unconditionally, but in practice, most of us really don't because we want to do it ourselves. Why do you think that we're so, uh, so reluctant to really lay our cross down in front of God? I think one thing is... I mean, we can't see him, so it has to totally rely on faith. And so for a lot of people, that's that's hard to do. And then another thing would be, I mean, we're set with this choice of following the world or following Jesus. Yeah. And 
can't do both. We have to pick one. And so it's just making that daily decision of, am I going to follow Jesus today wholeheartedly? Yeah, and, you know, in this podcast, though, reaching a lot of uh, older people, you know, we're a youth ministry. The world is so easily incorporated into the lives of teenagers and young adults right now. Uh, How do you think a teen could combat choosing God every day as opposed to choosing the world? So I think that, like, just taking a look at their life and saying, what is keeping me, like, what is hindering me from growing to love Jesus more, Um, whether it be, like, they're on TikTok way too much. They're on TikTok more than they're, um, like, making relationships with other people or making, like, their relationship with Jesus. Um, Just asking themselves, like, is this going to bring God honor? Is this something that's going to dishonor him? Is he not going to like this? Yeah. And I think, like, when I was in my youth group, um, my youth group leader would always tell us, you know, if it's something that you can't do, like while I'm there, if you'd be ashamed to let me see it, like, why would you want to let God see that? So just thinking, taking more time to think about what you're doing. Awesome. That's some great insight. We've got a couple more verses that we're going to take a look at right after this break. Stick around. Mallory's not going anywhere. We'll be right back right after this break. Stick around. Hey, Radio Elevate. This is Matt, worship pastor here at Cross Point Church. I hope you're enjoying this lesson. I want to give you an opportunity to give to Radio Elevate, a ministry of Elevate Student Ministries of Cross Point Church. You can text the word GIVE to 423-467-5311. That's 423-467-5311. And you can become a partner with Radio Elevate. Enjoy this lesson. All right, and we're back still here with Mallory Murray. She's one of our Elevate Youth Ministry team leaders with me, and and we've had a great conversation so far. We're going to continue on looking at the Sermon on the Mount. The the topic is adultery, and right now we're looking at some different verses that are kind of correlated along with Matthew uh, chapter 5, verse 27 through 30. And the next one we're going to look at is Romans chapter 8, verses 12 through 14, and it says... Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. For if you live by its dictates, you will die. But if through the power of the Spirit you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. Mallory, what's your sinful nature or just in general, the world's sinful nature when it comes to adultery. What do you think? Where do you think that lies? I think the world kind of thinks of like adultery is, I mean, it's no big deal. Um, it's just something that everybody does. But God's way of looking at this is this is something that's meant for marriage, it's something to honor Him. And so, kind of 
taking a look at both of those and um I guess just like thinking of like you have to take it in yourself and say like this is not okay to do like if you're not married um like this isn't okay to do and so if you're like dating somebody I think like having that initial conversation of um I mean setting ground rules like things that you're not going to do to cross the line or even get close to that line. Yeah, and, and open communication in a relationship is never a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, and a lot of times when we talk about adultery, we, we really kind of consider adultery to be something that happens after you're already married and uh, maybe being unfaithful to a spouse. Uh, where do you think the unfaithfulness and dishonoring God comes uh, in adultery in that sense? Um, I think that just comes from, like, pure lust of the heart. Um, it's, I mean, when you're with a spouse, that is your commitment to love that person every day, no matter what, no matter what happens. But whenever you're committing adultery, like, when you're, married like that is um like that's something that you're like you're not thinking of that person and you're not thinking of Jesus when you're making that sin uh yeah you know when you get married you stand in front of you know your family your friends your loved ones and most importantly God making a a commitment you know most people think of marriage as a husband and a wife but really a marriage is a husband wife and a relationship with God and a promise to lead that family in a godly manner. So uh, you're really not just dishonoring a spouse or your family by adultery. You're dishonoring God in the process. Mm-hmm. And why do you think that us as humans have such a sinful nature and have the desires of lust in our heart? I think that it is, um, sorry, that's my dog. <laughs> uh, just the temptations that we go through. Um, and I think it's our nature of um, having like lust and jealousy. And it's just us not laying down our lives to God. It's um, like it's when those temptations come to life and we could succumb to those. That's when, um, I mean, even just those thoughts, that's when we're sinning. So do you think that, which is more powerful you powerful to you the power of the spirit or the power of nature and sin i mean definitely the power of the spirit it's more powerful than anything but it's something that we have to give ourselves up to yeah um, and just say that it's powerful and then just make all these sins it's something that we have to make the daily choice to submit to that yeah we've got to almost recondition our heart to start hating sin like we hate things of the world. Yeah. So we're going to move on to Galatians chapter 5, verses 24 through 25, and it says, Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. So, Mallory, do you think that it's okay to take our sinful desires to God? Oh, yeah. I think that's what Jesus wants us to do. He wants us to bring um, all of our sinful desires to him. And I feel like that's one of like that's why he died on the cross so that we could lay them at his feet. Yeah. Um, And I think that's something that's so important for people to remember. It's almost like in prayer or 
any type of conversation, it's like they're embarrassed to have these desires and they feel unworthy to take these, you know, ungood desires to God. But he's there to be our counselor. He's there to be our mentor. He's there to be our coach. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's it's perfectly okay to do that. Is there any time in your life that you've had to take a sinful desire to God? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like any time you, um, like any sin in your life, like that should be taken to God. Um, and I feel like it's whenever you don't take those desires and those sin natures to God, like that's when you become ashamed of it because you know that you've done wrong. But I mean, it's, you feel so ashamed and you feel so wrong for doing it. Like you don't bring it to God because you're, you're scared, I guess. Yeah. It's almost like you're afraid of of judgment and afraid of punishment. But as we've Mm -hmm. discussed all throughout this entire series, that was the whole point of Jesus going to the cross in the first place was so that we could make it to heaven there with him. Mm -hmm. Uh, So do you think that we should be ashamed of our sinful desires? No, I mean, I feel like that is like Jesus knows about them already and he wants us to come and tell him about it and grow closer to him when we tell him about it. Um, So I think that we become ashamed when we don't bring them to Christ, but we shouldn't be whenever we bring them to him. Yeah. So we're going to move on to our uh, last verse that we're going to take a look at today, and it's going to be in Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 5, and it says, Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of the earth. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you shall in all his glory. So put to death the sinful earthly things lurking with you. Have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy. For a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. So, what do you think that our ultimate desire should be? Um, ultimate desire that should be um, to love, honor, and obey God. And I feel like that's just as simple as that. Anything else, and um, I mean, that's things of us, things of the world, and not of God. So. How can setting our desires on God and on heaven and honoring and obeying God versus uh, how can setting our desires on that help combat our sinful desires for the lust of the things of this world? I think when we think more of like setting desires to God, um, just realize that we have we have something more to live for when we set our eyes on Jesus. It's not just things of the world. But it's us knowing that there's something greater for us after this world. So, you know, a lot of times we talk about how there is no ranking of sin. But here in this world, we do kind of rank sin on our earthly hearts. And uh, it's not right. It's incredibly wrong. You know, I think anybody would say that, you know, murder is a lot worse than lying. But in the eyes of God, it's one and the same. Mm-hmm. Uh and I think adultery would be a sin that 
as a believer, we place up there pretty high towards the top of the list if, if we were going to rank them. But do you think adultery can be forgiven by the world, and do you think that adultery can be forgiven by God? Yeah, um, I think that we're forgiven through Jesus, but I feel like that also doesn't mean that we should repeatedly commit the same sin. Yeah. Just constantly like be forgiven. Um, I think that's one of the things of being a Christian. It means to be Christ-like. You should, your life should change in it. Um, and, I mean, he will forgive us, but we should not repeatedly make the same mistake just to keep being forgiven. You know, I think when God forgives, God forgives from a place of love because he knows that we just can't do this on our own. We can't do it without him. The world is going to forgive something like adultery, but the world kind of forgives adultery from a place of you just do you. It's okay. It's your nature. And and that's not the case. God forgives from a place of you messed up. The world forgives from a place of the sin is almost expected and the sin is almost uh, uh, idolized. Mm-hmm. So uh, lastly, Mallory, what areas of your of uh, life do you think that teenagers need to figuratively tear their eyes out due to something causing them to sin? Um, I think that is like everyone's sins look different, so it depends on like I guess what they feel like their biggest sin is, like what is keeping them from growing closer to God. Um. So if that's something that, like, you have to lie to your parents about or you have to, um, like, you feel ashamed about doing, you can't tell anybody, like, you should ultimately stop that sin. Like, take it in yourself to say that, you know, I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to lay this down at Jesus' feet. Um, If it's something like Instagram and you're using it to, um, every time you're getting on Instagram, you're jealous of somebody else of what they have, what they look like, or using it to, um, like, lust for somebody on there. Um, That is, like, either unfollow those people or take it upon yourself to delete that app Um, and just take it upon yourself to realize what your sins are. Awesome. Mallory, thank you so much for joining us today. You gave some great insight towards uh, these verses on the Sermon on the Mount. We really appreciate having you today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Awesome. And everybody else, thank you for joining us this week. Again, my name's Cody Fair. I'm the Elevate uh, Youth Minister at Cross Point Church in Jonesboro, Tennessee. If you've not heard yet, we are back in person every single week. We've got a brand new series going on over at Cross Point Church there at 1148 East Main Street called System Reset. After all the world has totally turned upside down, we've got to hit the reset button and we're doing that right now over at Cross Point Church on Sunday nights at 4.30 to 6 p.m. Hope you can join us out there. Thank you for joining us this week on Radio Elevate. Mallory Murray, thank you for joining us today. My name's Cody Fair. We'll catch you right back here next week for Radio Elevation.